Welcome to the More Than Anxiety podcast. I'm Megan DeVito, and I'm the life coach for stressed out and anxious women who want more out of life. I'm here to help you create a life you love to live where anxiety isn't holding you back. Get ready for a lighthearted approach to managing anxiety through actionable steps, a lot of truth talk, and inspiration to take action so you walk away feeling confident, calm, and ready to live. Let's get to it. Hey there. Welcome to episode 56 of the More Than Anxiety podcast. This is Megan DeVito, and it is great to have you here today. If this is the first time that you've checked out this podcast, I'm really excited to have you here. And if you're back again this week to hear more about stress and anxiety, about what it's like to be neck deep and how you feel and what you think, wondering why you can't just stop, you are in the right place. And while you're here, I'm always looking for new topics and ways to help you guys feel better and love your life. So please don't be shy about sharing your ideas with me. Let me know what you need. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook. You can go to my website. On Instagram and Facebook, I am Coach Megan DeVito. My website is megandevito.com. Stop by and just say, hey, I would love to hear more about whatever it is. I want to help as many people as I can through this podcast. So I'm asking you what you want. And I'm also asking you to take just a few seconds and leave a five-star review if you love this podcast. That way, all of those algorithms work, the reviews and the shares count. So if you take a minute and you help me get this podcast to climb up, we get to help more people get the incredible information so that they can start feeling better faster. It's like a win-win. Everybody wins. So let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. Today's topic has come up a lot for me this week, for myself, for my kids. And so I thought it was probably a good idea for me to just share it with you too. In episode 54, I shared a lot of my story. So I'm not going to go into all of that again. You can go back and listen to that episode and hear all of the accidental ways that I picked up habits that led me to where I am now. I've been in what I would call anxiety recovery for about eight years, which is incredible and why I do what I do to help you get there too. However, anxiety recovery does not mean that you never feel anxious again. Because of how your brain works and my brain works, it's going to remember certain triggers and it's going to remember how you responded that made you feel better. So you will sometimes have those same anxious thoughts or urges It's just that you don't end up trapped in them or you don't end up in that thought loop and you don't feel near as anxious and you don't feel anxious as often. It's what I imagine people with normal everyday anxiety live like. And I always wonder about this. (laughs) And maybe I should do an interview with somebody who isn't anxious because that could be really interesting for people who tend to be more anxiously wired just to hear what's it like for you when you just go out these things that scare other people to death. Um, How do you not get anxious? But the truth is everybody does get anxious, right? So that would be a really interesting interview. And I might just write that down. So because those feelings, because those anxious feelings, I'm getting back on topic now, because they're lodged in your memory and both your body and in your mind, it's totally common to notice if you're having a day. And of course, some days are harder than others for whatever reasons. You might have a lot of stressful things going on, maybe at work, Maybe at your house, you might be dealing with circumstances that are out of your control, that maybe they have a lot of emotions stuck, like attached to them, 
Or you might be super sensitive and stuck on other people's anxiety and just like sucking it in like a sponge. And yes, if you did not know, anxiety is contagious. So if you're around a lot of other people, especially at school or at work, or the people that you love in your family who are going through some stuff, whatever it is for them, you might have a day or even a few days where you are also more anxious than you have been in a while. And you can get something that I call an anxiety hangover. I want to be clear that an anxiety hangover is not the same kind of hangover as when you are drinking too much. Although if you do drink too much, it's super common when you have a hangover to feel anxious the next day. But what I'm talking about today doesn't have anything to do with alcohol. So the literal hangover that makes you feel like you're going to like have a headache and feel like crap for most of the day, totally different although kind of feels the same sometimes. I'm talking about this residual anxiety that seems to linger even when you're not actually anxious and you don't have any thoughts to back it up. So I've had a lot going on at home for the past week or so, helping my kids. I have two kids that just graduated from college. I've got two kids in high school. We've just had a lot going on in our lives. And as a mom, when I'm helping my kids, I notice that I'm sucking up a lot of their anxious feelings, which leaves me feeling stressed for a long period of time and anxious. So here are some things that I learned this week in my house that I think are really important for you if you notice that you're in the same boat. Number one, and this seems so obvious, if you're a mom, you get it. If you're not a mom, it might not make much sense, but trust me, it's real. That mom thing is powerful. So even though I had nothing at all that was specifically anxious other than helping my kids, I felt anxious too. I think there's like a weird telepathy thing. I can't prove this and it seems a little woo, but it's like a weird genetic thing, kind of like a twin situation where you feel each other's emotions, but it is no joke. So the mom thing, if your kids are anxious, hang tight because you might feel it as well. Number two. When I noticed that I felt anxious for my kids or I felt stressed for a long period of time, my brain took the first exit to old fears and it used all of those anxious feelings against me to try to convince me that something was wrong and it almost worked. However, I know that my brain is not to be trusted when I feel anxious and I knew how to handle it so that it would just flow in more frequently than it had in a long time. It was definitely more but it didn't pull me down. That's important. Number three, being anxious more often can leave you with this weird anxiety hangover thing that I'm talking about, which for my kids and for me means feeling anxious out of the blue for no reason at all. My daughter and I talked about this at dinner the other night. Like we were just discussing the news. Like we're like, yeah, isn't it weird that we both feel anxious right now? So she mentioned that she feels anxious every evening around dinner time, to which I replied, oh my gosh, I have too lately. And we were talking about how weird it is and how there's nothing wrong. And then we came up with theories about why. So this is what we came up with and what I think can be different for everyone and that all of these things can be true for you or maybe not be true for you. One thing I know for sure, though, is that your brain is a habit fanatic. If you get anxious every day at dinner time for a few days, you could have accidentally created an association with the time of day or with making dinner or with the way that the lighting is 
whatever is going on. It could be just pulling a baby trigger attack back on you. And my daughter decided it was the change in her routine from being a student to not having that normal student schedule. For me, the past week was super stressful and stress can build up and make you anxious. And we just kind of laughed it off and let it go. But it was an interesting conversation. Another reason you might notice you feel more anxious after a period of increased anxiety is a buildup of cortisol in your body. It takes several hours to get your cortisol levels down after a panic attack. And if you've had a lot of anxiety for days or weeks or months, and certainly for years, it can take longer to get your body back into a place where it feels good. This is why it is so important to learn how to lower your stress level and how to calm your body down. The longer you stay in those anxious feelings and habits, the longer it takes to break them. And you can talk to me about this. I can help you calm down and learn how to feel good again. I want you to imagine if you've been anxious for several weeks or several months or even several years, how much cortisol has built up in your system and how if every time you get anxious, it builds a little bit more, you have to really learn to lower those levels down so that it starts to go down and then go away or at least get to a level where it's not bothersome at all. Everybody's got cortisol. We use it every morning to wake up in the morning. But when you have too much, you can feel very anxious. Another reason could be that you have a period of time where you don't have anything to focus on. Like my daughter, who just went from studying all the time to kind of twiddling her thumbs at my kitchen table. So you slip back into those anxious thoughts or paying too much attention to your body, whether you're anxious because your thought came and like told you something horrible or your body felt anxious and then you started thinking about it. When your brain is allowed to run wild, it can go a little off the rails sometimes, especially if it's been anxious in the recent past. Remember that cortisol builds up, you feel really anxious in your body, and your brain just starts making up one garbage story after the next about what it thinks could be the problem so that you can solve it, even though it's not true. But whatever the reason, please know that this doesn't mean that you're about to have a panic attack or slip back into your old ways if you've been feeling good for a long time like I have. This comes up so often where I'll be working with somebody and they'll say, but I felt so good. I just don't understand why I felt anxious this week. And I'm say, take a breath. This is life. You're going to have times that are stressful. You're going to feel anxious because you're human. There are so many factors that play into why you might feel anxious. Everything from your hormones to not getting enough sleep to what you eat to having a cold, extra stress at work or at home, it can all play into this. And in my experience and in many of the people that I coach, having anxiety for a few days after a more anxious day or a couple of days is very normal. Keep doing what you were doing when you felt good and you'll get back onto steady ground soon. Here's what I mean. During these past few days where I was feeling really anxious, I knew what worked for me in the past. And remember that I said that I've been recovered from really chronic anxiety for eight years. So having days here and there where I feel anxious, I just recognize them as my body doing what it does. But this was a little different. It was a little more intense. And I noticed that my brain wanted to go down the same rabbit holes or the thoughts that it did years ago. I mean, years ago. Thoughts I haven't thought in the longest time. 
So I want you to imagine that you have to, there's two buttons in front of you and you're supposed to press the blue button, but you have to do it really quickly. So you mean to press the blue, but you press yellow and yellow and yellow and yellow and yellow until you consciously remind yourself blue, blue. This is really like what we have to do to get out of our habit with anxiety because our reaction to how we feel is a habit. What you have to do is create a new habit that doesn't give your brain that quick hit that makes you feel like you've fixed a problem that doesn't even exist. It has to be a conscious choice. So we have to learn new things like how is it okay for you to feel anxious and let it be there? Your brain is going to tell you to just keep doing the same things that you've always done to try to feel better. So instead of keeping the same habits alive, by doing the same things that you're used to, you have to stop and you have to feel your body and know that what you're feeling is anxiety and that it's okay. And that means that you have to find a way to let the feeling be there and not believe what you're thinking. This might mean that you need to journal. It may mean that you need coaching. It may mean that you just have to choose over and over again not to think those thoughts. Maybe you just need to talk it out without asking for reassurance. Asking for reassurance is so simple and so quick and it feels so harmless because we're just asking someone else to make sure they agree with us that maybe we are okay or to tell us what we think we need to hear. But that means you're just giving somebody else the power to feel better and you don't need this. So if you're wondering what the heck people are doing to get past the point where they feel anxious and how they can start feeling good or how you can create those new habits, that's when you need to schedule a consultation call and talk with me like yesterday, because this is my specialty. And when we work together, I'm going to teach you how to know anxious thoughts from the truthful thoughts, because they're not the same. Anxious thoughts are very loud and they feel very real, but they're not true. And the most bizarre part is that you're not even really afraid of what you think that you're afraid of. I'm going to help you learn how to listen to your body and calm it down so that you can get to the real reasons that you feel so anxious. And once you know that, once you know what's going on in your body, you can choose new ways to respond when you feel anxious. So it goes away faster. It isn't as intense and it doesn't come back near as often. Plus, you get to learn how to feel confident and to love yourself so much more. Because you're out there living your best life instead of letting anxiety hijack your plans. So I hope this was really helpful for you to hear and that you know that you're doing a great job and you're on the right track. So check the show notes for how you can schedule time to talk with me. And if I don't talk to you on a consultation call this week, I will be back again next week to talk to you then. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the More Than Anxiety podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review so others can easily find this resource as well. And of course, if you're ready to feel more relaxed, have more energy, more confidence, and a lot more fun, go to megandevito.com forward slash work with me or just to the show notes to talk to me more about coaching. See you soon.